Hey, what's up, everyone? It is me, Albert Virat Dharma, today joined by Matthew Chen and Cole Sanders here to talk about the 2020, the 92nd Academy Awards, the 2020 Oscars. And yeah, this is this is a sudden thing. I did not plan this. Nothing was prepped. I just invited invited these two last minute as well. So we have no idea what's how this show is gonna go, but we'll see what's gonna happen. But I'm just I'm just here because I'm really excited, especially because of the big winner, Parasite. That was the big announcement of the night for Best Picture. And we'll cover most of the categories. Uh, we'll run through the lesser categories, per se, and then we'll talk a bit more about the, the big five, I guess. But yeah, uh, do you guys have anything you want to say before we go through the categories first? Any comments, anything particular that stand out about the ceremony? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good ceremony overall. Um, I feel like the nominations in general were, were a lot better than last year's. Um, mm -hmm. That's just kind of my opinion, I think. But uh, the actual show itself was pretty good. Uh, it didn't. It felt pandering at points, but like overall, it's fairly well, and they kind of got through it. And I think the hostless method is kind of working, in my opinion. Yeah. The only mm -hmm. comment I have about the hostless uh, method is that they have people presenting to introduce other people. In, and they introduced other people. So that's like quite useless. <laughs> Even George McKay made that's fun of it at one moment. <laughs> and yeah. There are a lot okay. of surprises in, in terms of ceremonies, in terms of just the result, but as well as ceremonies. Uh, Janelle Monet's opening, uh, Eminem appearing out of nowhere, like we, like I said in the opening with Scorsese, <laughs> doesn't looking so thrilled. Um, James Corden and Rebel Wilson appearing as cats, introducing the visual effects. <laughs> Uh, well, what other moments in the ceremony that stand out to you guys? I mean, the cats one, one was a, the cats was a pretty big deal. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, they're acknowledging it. I think that's the yeah, better way to go on that. Um, <laughs> it was it was funny to see that. Uh, yeah, that, if it that wasn't for the win, I think it would have been my favorite moment of the night for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kristen Wiig and. Uh, Maya Rudolph, Maya Rudolph. Also, was pretty funny during their yeah. Uh, speech. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's just go through the the nominations and the wins. So, uh, Matthew, you have the list in front of you. Yeah. Uh, why don't you like go through them and then if if we have a comment or if you have a comment, just take a pause and then like just okay. uh, say your thoughts direct. Just say like say the category and directly say the oh, like who won it. No need to go through all the nominees. Okay, yeah, so I am, let's see, uh, should I start, which, uh, where, where should I start? Uh, uh, you know what, let's just, let's just go with the, let's just go with the shorts first, because that's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure yeah. between, between us, only you've seen all the shorts. <laughs> I have seen a couple of them, but no, I haven't seen, I wasn't able to watch all of the, the shorts, but. Uh, okay, let's, yeah. let's go with the documentary and let's go with the shorts and then we'll move on to technical stuff a bit. Yeah, so uh, short film animated. This one I did see it was Hair Love, and I thought it was deserving. I preferred Kipple, but uh, both were great. I have no and, uh, comments about these. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw I saw Hair Love. I enjoyed that, and then Kipple was was fairly good. Um, all the other ones, um, I I hadn't seen. That's just kind of the you know the circumstances. But I I personally thought Hair Hair Love was fantastic. Um, and if, considering that it was in front of Angry Birds 2, it's probably uh, <laughs> overshadowed. 
or I guess undershadowed. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was really that. I think that was a great win, especially compared to the rest of the category, which were either really safe or really experimental. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts. All all I'll say is that I've. I've not seen any of the doc. I've not seen any of the documentary short subject, nor the animated short or the or the best live action short film. But I got all my ballots right, and I just want to thank uh, Scott Mans, Perry Nimrov, and Jeff Schneider of Collider FYC because I listened to that show. That's my go-to Oscar show, and they they have the best predictions. And the, the reason why I'm second place in terms of the weighting system and second place in terms of just the total wins, I'm gonna credit it to them. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to those that's guys. that's how I did mine too. That's how I did my short. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, I, I watched them too. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, why don't you go on, Matthew? All right. Uh, the other one, next one, a uh, short film live action, The Neighbor's Window one. Uh, I did watch The Neighbor's Window because that's what the Collider video predicted, and I thought it was okay. But I, I know I know some people could get more out of it. I personally did not. All right. Yeah. No comment in there as well, as I said earlier. Yeah, same here. And uh, documentary short, I did not get a chance to watch any of them, but uh, Learning to Skateboard in the War Zone, got that one. They have a cool title, that's all I'll say. I, did, I, got, I got the chance to see that um, based off of the prediction, and I thought it was really good. Um, the rest of the category, from what I heard, was kind of average. So, um, But yeah, it was that one was fairly well done actually through a and e of all people um so it was kind of hard to stream but uh it was worth a watch for sure mm -hmm. okay. and documentary feature and the documentary feature went to american factory which i also haven't i haven't been able to watch any of the documentaries uh, i oh. did see american factory and i think that was uh that was fairly well done um I, out of all of them, though, I actually kind of wanted Honeyland to win. Um, in personal was, preference, Honeyland. Honeyland also was nominated for Best International Feature Film, so that's kind of big for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah American uh, Factory is worth a watch, though, for sure. I'll say that much. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check it out after this win. Uh, but yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just uh, say, it and while we're still in the. Still in this realm about Honeyland and everything, the best international feature, of course, Parasite won. It wasn't a surprise. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. It would have been. It probably would have been an upset if it didn't win. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was one of the one of the earlier awards that was handed out, I believe. But yeah, it the one the win was no surprise. And I believe we covered those. Uh, you know what? Let's just. I'm just gonna go with. I say one of the biggest. I don't know if this is even an upset, but one of the biggest surprise of the night was Toy Story 4 winning yeah. for animated feature because there was so much buzz going into Claws, and that was one that I missed. I voted for Claws as well, even though I've not seen it, but I've heard so much. It's been winning a lot of in a lot of a lot of the guilds, so that's why I go for it. But I, I say it's a surprise. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I also went with Klaus. It's it won a bunch of the Annie Awards and. It won the BAFTAs, so it had a lot of uh, lot going in. What about uh, you, Cole? Uh, personally, I would have Sorry. wanted that. Personally, I would have wanted Klaus, where I lost my body to win. But I also I did really like Toy Story Four. Yeah, out of the category, I wasn't necessarily a fan of Toy Story Four, but going into it, I kind of felt like um, 
it was the safest pick out of all of them. But yeah, like like you were saying, Albert, like there was a lot of words going around about Klaus, um, mm-hmm. especially in a space where three D animated movies, you know, are really thriving right now, and it's kind of the the standard. You know, the fact that we're having like a two D animated movie that's very well done uh, with three D assisted tools is really uh, fantastic. Um, and it's all from ex Disney people as well. So it's kind of a, you know, a little bit of a middle finger, uh, which is really good <laughs> in my eyes. Um, yes. but everything else in that category is pretty great though. How to train your dragons is the only one I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but yeah, I lost my boys. My lost my body was fantastic and, uh, missing link. Uh, although missing link is what it is. It's, uh, you know, I feel like like is going to deserve it no matter what, uh, because all their other features are fairly mm-hmm. fantastic. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's very interesting that Toy Story 4, a sequel, uh, won Best Animated Feature. I cannot remember when the last time, aside from Toy Story 3, when the last time a sequel won Animated Feature. So, good good for them. I don't know when else. Yeah. Yeah. The the which Uh, one? Might be the first sequel of us, or? The first sequel to win Animated Feature? And have two, you know, both of them. Two animated too. feature, yeah. I, I don't know when else. Probably Toy Story Five, and that happens. But yeah, uh, that's it. That be. Do you think it's the first four to win, like the first fourth entry, or I, I, I don't. That's probably a stretch. The, but the, the thing is, uh, there is not even that many franchises that go into the fourth entry. <laughs> right. That's what exactly. Like, uh, and by that point, most likely they're not. They're not going to be in awards. You know, contending. So mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it might be a monument in that case, you know, for the number four. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna run through the technical stuff. If you guys want to stop me on anything, let me know. So visual effects, 1917, winning it. Uh, I had that. I picked that too. So I wasn't too surprised. Even though I would have loved to see Endgame win it, but yeah. I was uh, I was slightly yeah. disappointed. Um, personally, uh, I actually I thought that the the revolution that or the, the the new changes made with irishman was really fantastic uh considering mm-hmm. uh the new technology that went into that um especially capturing a performance and de-aging without tracking and all this other technology that goes with it um that was my pick personally even though it was kind of out of love i guess um but yeah i, I think 1917 is not a bad contender there's a lot of great visual effects in that movie as well mm-hmm and yeah, uh, f- 1917 also won for uh, Best Cinematography. Roger Deakins winning that award again. His second win out of... I, I, yesterday, I 16, researched 17, 16. Yeah, 17, 16 nominations, like right? which is insane. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Roger Deakins winning that. 1917 also won sound mixing, while Ford versus V Ferrari won sound editing. So yeah, that's that. And Ford v Ferrari also, uh, they kind of... They kind of win big in this year's they ceremony. They, yeah, yeah <laughs> they, not a lot of people thought they would have won anything, but they also won film editing, which I thought Parasite would have won, but they got the film editing, and it's like, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best makeup and hairstyling, Bombshell. Uh, no surprise there to me. Best costume design, Little, Little Women as well. Not a big surprise. Best production design. This one was so, sort of a toss-up because it could have been Parasite, could have been 1917, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood wins it, which props to them. I do, I do think they did a good job with that. 
and yeah, best best original score, uh, Hildur. Uh, um, I'll just stop there. I'll just say Hildur uh, from uh, from Iceland, who did the score for Joker. Uh, it's it's an awesome score. So yeah, well deserved. And of course, best original song, I'm gonna love me again by from Rocketman. <laughs> so yeah, any of those stand out to you guys? Um. I'll say uh, editing. I was a little surprised that Ford vs Ferrari took that. Uh, kind of like what you were saying that, like, I, I going into it, I didn't think really had any uh, contention. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, realizing over the night, there's still some love. And um, yeah, I was a little surprised, but uh, I'm so glad I got the recognition. Um, and I'm gonna love me again was fantastic song. So yeah. I can't, uh, can't, I can't say anything wrong about that. How about you, yeah. Matthew? Uh, no, for sure. Uh, editing, I was kind of surprised on, but it also makes sense given how uh, quick the cuts are, but they also like worked with the racing. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, everything else I think was pretty straightforward, uh, pretty predictable. Yeah, it's uh, it's predicted for, for most of us, I guess, uh, that those are the one that's going to win. Uh, so yeah, let's let's touch on the acting wins, and then we'll go to the screenplay, and then the directing, and then the best picture. So I feel like the acting nominations, acting nominees are like pretty much locked, ever because there's been so many uh, they win in previous award shows and everything that the four Joaquin Phoenix, Renee Zellweger, uh, Brad Pitt, and Laura Dern, I feel like they were locks. Would Would you guys agree? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, same here. I don't think there was any really. I mean, there was talk some other choices, but I don't think. Uh, I think going into it, yeah, like they were pretty much locked in. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Laura Dern, I think, has been locked in pretty much the whole season. Um, and right. I think there was really no. There's no way that <laughs> that um, anybody had any chance in that category. Yeah, I mean, Brad Pitt was a huge lock. Laura Dern too. Joaquin, yeah, the one that was the most possible to be an upset i say it was best actress but then again renee zilweger have so yeah. much buzz going into it or maybe uh, just any of the scarlett johansson roles because she was double nominated so that's the thing i don't i don't i thought she i thought because of her double nomination they split the votes and that's why she did, didn't end up winning anything so yeah mm-hmm. uh but yeah those those are standouts definitely brad pitt this is his first ever uh, nominee. Is this his first ever Academy first, Award First nomination? win. First, first win, but it's not his first nomination. No, uh, he's been nominated for Twelve Monkeys before. Twelve first one oh, is yeah. an actor because he also All uh, right, won he for did. producing Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, he won for producing Twelve Years a Slave, but this is his first win for that. So that's that's huge for him, uh, especially since people usually just think of him as like a movie star and not like an actor actor. So this one's kind of big for him. Uh, John Petrovich, thank you. Yes, uh, Hilder. <laughs> Good, good. Not, I'm not gonna say it. I'm, I still cannot pronounce it, even though you tried it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix speech. Um, you know, the man can say whatever he wants. He won the award. He can say whatever he wants. It was uh, talking about that, uh, about the milk cow thing. That was interesting. Although how he ended with uh, the River Phoenix. River Phoenix, that was good. And yeah, Laura Dern talking about uh, the heroes and her parents and everything that was sweet as well, and Renee Zellweger too. So yeah, I I have no more comments aside for these. I thought they were all worth it. Uh, the wins, it was quite a lot. But yeah, any comments from yeah. you guys? 
Uh, I also wanted to bring up Brad Pitt's speech about how he uh, talked about stuntmen and uh, stunt performers yes. and how I'm hoping that they do have a category for them in the future. They really should, you know, because stunt work is such a big thing and then people don't recognize it enough. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, I absolutely agree. Hopefully eventually. All right. So uh, with that, we'll go to the screenplay nominations and the screenplay wins. So Parasite won Best Original Screenplay, and Jojo Rabbit won Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, I'll start first. I this one uh, I was I was really happy for both of them because I was rooting for both of them, and I both had them in my ballot as well. Uh, and this one was, I believe, this was when Parasite won. This was the moment where Bong Joon-ho was just standing in the background admiring his Oscar. <laughs> There's a gift going around, if you can see that. that's It's so good. And Taika Waititi also ended up hiding his Oscar below the chair. At the, uh, in the I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was interesting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so, yeah, it's the... I mean, I'm going to combine this with the best director because Bong Joon-ho win. And the only reason why I'm going to combine this conversation is because uh, Parasite is personally my favorite movie of 2019. So I really wanted to win Best Picture, but I recognize how the Academy does stuff and sometimes they don't reward the best film as Best Picture. And so when they, I thought Sam Mendes was going to get the Best Director and I'm, that's why I'm hoping Parasite will win Best Picture because sometimes they flip it like that. So when Bong Joon-ho wins Best Director, I thought like, oh, 1917 is probably going to win Best Picture. I was nervous going that, but then eventually did won Best Picture. So I'm just really happy for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am too. I think uh, I'm really happy that it's getting the recognition that it deserves. And uh, I think uh, post-Oscars, the conversation has been uh, kind, of, kind of tilted in the way that, that nobody has seen this movie. And it's clearly not the case if you look at the box office numbers. And I think that it's, I'm glad it's getting the recognition it deserves, uh, especially um, in the, especially for direction. I think Bong Joon-ho, um, especially compared to his previous uh, ventures, uh, this is kind of learning from everything he's done. Um, and I think it's really built up to this point in his career where he can make these movies that are really, um, you know, just really well done overall with, um, with themes that aren't too in your face. Uh, which is kind of what I loved about Parasite. Mm -hmm. um, but on top of that, I mean, man, every, like, uh, talking about original screenplay, that is, it's such a great screenplay overall um, that I think that even even in a tough year, uh, like, you got Once Upon a Time in there, right? And that's, you know, yeah. Tarantino's known yeah. for writing fantastic screenplays. And so I think, uh, in, especially in a really tough year, it's really great to see it shine and kind of... Uh, go you know get through this season um you know with the recognition it deserves overall yeah, yeah. and especially it being a foreign language film you know like getting the screenplay win is a big deal too it's huge and not not to yeah. mention they're uh, both winners for the screenplay they are um they it's, it's a di it's a diverse winner uh taika waititi yeah. and bong joon yeah. so that's that's mm -hmm. big as well for hollywood and yeah, like you said, it's it's a tough it's a tough tough batch right there for all for both uh, screenplay nominations, mm -hmm. and yeah, just the fact that they won is is just awesome. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, best best director, as mm -hmm. I said, Bong Joon Ho wins it. Were you guys surprised by this? 
I I was surprised. I went with Sam Mendes because I thought, or I predicted Sam Mendes for uh, director and uh, Parasite for best picture because I thought they would uh, split the two. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised uh, to see that Bong Joon Ho won this. Cole, um, I was definitely rooting for Bong Joon Ho for sure, um, mm-hmm. and I had him for my choice personally. Um, I think. I think overall, like, I mean, like I kind of said, the, the categories this year are stacked. Um, and so, you know, I think Sam Mendes had a chance at the beginning, especially kind of closer towards December. But as the conversation has been building up, I think uh, I think the Academy voters kind of recognize what was going on here. Um, the fact that it won international and then went on to win Best Picture, I think is a uh, it's kind of a good achievement, too, because when you look at it, right, like they're not just recognizing it as a fantastic international film, they're recognizing mm-hmm. it as a fantastic film. And I think that's the biggest part of this conversation that we should be having, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Neon is the one who released Parasite, I believe, that's yes. correct, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it, it's a great job on them as well. And uh, in, ter- in terms of just net- Netflix, Netflix, they, they release some great stuff. I don't think they won that much this no this award season. Even though they got a lot nominated, but yeah. I don't think the one that won they got, the doc, the doc that they release. Right? Yeah, they won. got American Factory and then Laura Dern for uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, which is the right. first one, first one for uh-huh. like for an acting for an acting award. Yeah. Right. Um, um, yeah. In a but, way, I'm not I'm not surprised. Like I feel like the Academy is still kind of in this transition phase where. Netflix and streaming services are kind of, uh, you know, the hot topic in a way um, because we don't want to, there's some sense of we don't want to recognize this as the medium, but then we also have to recognize that these movies are fantastic. Um, And I think that uh, the release schedule of some of these uh, kind of hindered its chances. Like I feel like Mm -hmm. the Irishman had a great buzz at the beginning. uh, And then as the conversation went on, um, especially with the runtime, uh, as long as it is, I think mm-hmm. that um, in a traditional theater setting, I feel like there would have been more uh, leniency than something like Netflix where, you know, they're already under scrutiny for the most part, uh, even though I don't think it's deserved personally. Um, so, yeah, I yeah. mean, even even Chris Rock make a joke that, uh, oh, Scorsese, I saw the first <laughs> season of Irishman. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking about which um, him and who's who was he standing next to? Is that Steve Martin? Steve Martin. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, they were they were really great. Cracking yeah. <laughs> making fun of everyone over there. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I, I you said it was it this year was stacked, and I honestly think it's because just how accessible everything is nowadays in terms of uh in, in terms of like streaming service and the word of mouth spreading so much easier and everything. It's it, yeah. It makes things that there's way more films for us to see. So that's why it's so stacked. And yeah, so uh, Parasite winning Best Picture. I wish one of us had, because re- we were in a watch party, I wish one of us had recorded that because that room went nuts. I know Matthew was jumping around. I, I, I yeah. screamed. Don Petrovich was in the chat. He went insane. Andrew also <laughs> yes. went insane when this won. <laughs> and it, it's crazy and if you see the ceremony too everyone was like ha- yeah, everyone, happy. Yeah. Everyone, everyone seems surprised and really happy as well and it's just yeah. 
I think it's because once again, uh, most people arguably say that Parasite is the best film of the year, and it's uh, a lot of people's favorite. And it hasn't been the case for the Academy for the past few years, where the mm-hmm. most favorite or best film per se won the best picture. Yeah, that's that's true. I know that's a subjective thing, but like for the most case, when you think about it, it's it doesn't happen too often. So the fact that that's why everyone on Twitter is like, "Oh, the Academy finally did it," because it's yeah, uh, yeah. apparently that's the case. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cole, when when Parasite won, how how were you feeling? Oh, I was ecstatic. I mean, um, I was. It was my second favorite movie of last year, uh, under the farewell, personally. Um, oh, but which didn't get the nom, unfortunately. They did. They um, did with big and the Spirit Awards, though. In the Spirit Awards, yes, that's yeah. true. Um, and uh, uh, back in the Golden Globes, I like seeing Aquafina win for that. Um, but mm-hmm. what I'll say is that, um, yeah, I, I feel like um, the audience seemed to be fairly uh, content with its win. I don't feel like anybody was kind of split kind of like uh, a couple, like, I don't know, like, especially with Green Book, I felt like you could kind of tell the audience was kind of, they were, they were happy, but they weren't like ecstatic. I feel like everyone's appreciation of this film and it's, and it's, they're recognizing what it means overall for the industry. It's, um, it's really fantastic that, that it's winning. Um, and uh, I feel like the, you know, I was, I was still surprised though. I thought that uh, knowing how the system works for best picture, you know, I, I went with a safe choice for my personal pick um, because I right. just felt like the Academy just didn't have it in them to, to give it its recognition. But I'm really happy that they do, and I'm really uh, – hope, I'm hoping that this trend continues forward uh, where we recognize good films and not averagely decent films. <laughs> and, yeah, I forget who said it, but uh, someone mentioned how, like, the top two contenders, at least going into last night, the biggest conversation was either Parasite or 1917 for to win Best Picture, right? And someone said it yeah. best, at, at least to me, it's like when you watch 1917, it's more about admiration, and when you watch Parasite, it's more about passion. Like I can sort of see that mm-hmm. argument, and that's I say that's quite true. And yeah, uh, Parasite end up winning four. Uh, 1917 win three awards. Uh, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won two each. So yeah, those those are the wins for that. Yeah. But yeah, li- yeah, literally, Parasite Parasite went big, being the first <laughs> uh, non non English speaking film to win the Best Picture. Yeah, and every everyone was really happy. They they literally turned off the lights, and then the crowd's like, "Oh, yeah, wh- put it back on, put it back on." Yeah, let them enjoy the moment. <laughs> but yeah, dude, there <laughs> Bong Joon Ho was really <laughs> he's he's still, I'm pretty sure he's still celebrating right now. He's still drinking. Yeah. He's probably still drinking. <laughs> It's like it's like static, man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I also once again like what Cole said. It's all about timing and uh, literally, if the if the awards if the Oscars take place like a couple of weeks from now, who knows? Maybe uh, 1917 would have the buzz again and they would have won the Best Picture again because it's literally all about timing. I feel like it's because uh, 1917 when it came out, there was a lot of big talk about it uh, when it premiered. And the one, and then as of recent, there are the award shows. All the award shows, for some reason, are like very close to each other. Even the Spirit Awards was literally one night before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there was a lot of conversation, and then the people is like, they see Parasite winning, but they haven't seen it, and they're like, oh, what is this? So they check it out, and it's still in their head. So it's like more recency bias, and then they end up voting for Parasite. I feel like that could have been a, one of the uh, reasons why. But yeah, I'm still happy regardless. 
I think Neon did a great job of uh, of re-releasing the film because it got a it, you know its a initial release was uh, very good and uh, mm-hmm. it was getting a lot of recognition. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh, Neon kind of took that and they went with it and they they re-released it and promoted it and they really put their effort into getting this movie out there, especially to the uh, American public, where I feel like uh, as as much international praise as it has. Uh, it's been out in Korea for like almost six months or like nine months. Uh, it's been out for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they they knew what they were doing, and I feel like uh, I feel it's deserved. But in a way, it's it's kind of about the system, you know, how you get your movie out there and how you get people to see it, whether it be through screeners or showings or just general uh, word of mouth, you know. And then, especially once again, with yeah. how everything is accessible nowadays, I feel like that's going to be a bigger thing too, because people can just easily ins- get it on digital or something like that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Matthew, you have anything to add? Um, not not too much more. I mean, Parasite it was my number one of the year, so I'm just really excited, and it's the first foreign. Yeah. Uh, is Matthew? I think is frozen. So while we try to handle <laughs> that, John did ask something quite interesting in the chat. So, how do you think *Parasite* winning Best Picture is going to change the cinematic landscape? More foreign films getting a chance in America, subs versus dubs. <laughs> and Matthew is back. Matthew, you lost connection, so we don't know what you said. But yeah, <laughs> is Matthew there? I can. I don't know if you can hear us, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, Cole, why don't you? Do you want to answer? Do you want to answer this? Uh, well, that's a pretty big question. I think, uh, I don't know if it necessarily will change the cinematic landscape. I feel like, uh, we are, we're in a time where especially, um, the release schedule does really matter on these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like overall this does set a great precedent, uh, going forward that we can recognize these films for what they are. They're just great films. Right. Um, but the, the, the conversation of having more films getting the recognition within America, um, you know, I think this is a great year. Um, and and this is such a fantastic film that I feel like it shines through the cultural barrier uh, or barriers. Um, so it's tough. And um, I feel like, uh, you know, it's one of these case scenarios where uh, I think personally that some, some of these films that are coming in aren't necessarily exactly what American audiences want. Um, but this, I feel like this message does connect with us, especially at our time in our country right now. And I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it really works. And, uh, if we're talking subs versus dubs, I'm going to say, uh, subs, but dubs may be animated. I don't know. Just thought. <laughs> uh, Matt, Matthew, you have any comment on this? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, this is like a huge, huge step forward in the landscape. And, you know, I think this, hopefully more people will go out and watch more foreign films. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit it. I am probably, I'm one of the few peoples that even though I am not from this country, I haven't seen a lot of international films. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of Hollywood films. I haven't seen a lot of international films. So, I mean, this definitely interest, piqued my interest even more to check out more uh, international films from all different countries because I know there are so many great ones that people just don't know about because it's just the language barrier. People's like, oh, probably too lazy and everything. And I just want to 
before before we uh, wrap up, I I do want to ask one more question to each of you guys eventually. But I just want to shine a light to if you guys have you guys seen on Twitter, there's this guy who went viral because he went he went so angry because Parasite won and he's so pissed yes. off that Joker didn't win. And the fact that his argument was like, um, who 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 here have this? Who ever seen? Who here have seen the film? Nobody. And it's about there. He's arguing the fact that Joker was about some. It's about like mental breakdown and no one listening. And it's about the uh, the what's it called? The difference in terms of the economic status and everything, class class difference and everything. And that's literally what Parasite is all about. And arguably, they did better. So it's just funny that people. The thing is, people say all this stuff all, all the time but they just don't give a chance to actually seeing it so once again let's definitely give recognition baby steps i don't know how much the academy will push forward going forward in terms of this but definitely baby steps uh going forward all right so yeah uh let's let's wrap up by doing this since parasite from south korea was a big win for this one so what is like one international film that you guys would recommend for someone or some or an international film that you love that you just want to share to let the people know that they should check out uh i can start i uh the one i always generally recommend is a german film called run lola run um it's it's a really stylized uh, action movie came out early 2000s um it's one of my favorites i've really connected with it in the style especially um mm -hmm. i don't feel like it gets enough recognition so that's my pick Run, Lola, run. There you go. Uh, how about you, Matthew? Uh, one of my favorites is uh, Itumama Tambien. It's uh, directed by Alfonso Cuaron. It's about these two boys. Uh, it's a coming-of-age movie, and it's, it's one of my favorite films. So, yeah. And, yeah, um, talking about coming-of-age coming, coming of age films and in, for international films as well, there is an animated film that I totally adore called Kimi no Nawa or Your Name that is from Japan. And that is one of my personal favorite films of all time. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And also, just one more thing to shout out from my home country, The Raid, probably one of the best action films of all time. So, yeah, uh, those are our recommendations. So uh, before we wrap this up, is there any more comments you want to talk about in terms of the ceremony, in terms of the wins, or anything else that you guys want to say that you haven't got a chance to? Yeah, can we talk about the Eminem thing? <laughs> it's, I, it's I, can't about, just, yeah. I can't believe we just glossed over that. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, about it's, uh, let's talk about Eminem. <laughs> so, it's, okay, I don't even know. Was there any official word on, like, why he performed? Because I was very confused. Um, I mean, like, he, he, he won the award 2003, but he didn't accept the speech. He so wasn't I, there for it, so I guess. <laughs> he, is, he is promoting a new album. He's, he's having a new album coming up, I believe. He did, yeah. He just released but a new it, album. It just too, feels but, so out of place. It's not the yeah. place for it. <laughs> He's rapping yeah, like it's not. It's not leading into anything. It's kind of just there. Um, at our at our watch party, we we were kind of theorizing that uh, somebody didn't show for the actual uh, music, one of the musical performances, um, mm -hmm. and that's what we thought. I personally thought they were kind of filling out the time, uh, and they just asked Eminem, "Hey, can you come out and do this?" Um, but then everybody performed their song. So like, I don't know, like, it just seems like it's, uh, there to be there. Um, uh, Martin's reaction was, uh, Martin Scorsese's <laughs> reaction was pretty priceless though. I'm not going to lie. Um, just for that alone, I think is worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's totally, it was unexpected. No one saw that coming. It feels <laughs> kind of out of place once again. 
And some people seem to be enjoying it. Some people just seem confused. Billie Eilish looks very lost. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she had uh, a great performance, though, in the In Memoriam section. I feel yeah, like... No. Uh, I feel like they yeah. did uh, her and her brother did a great job on that, uh, especially with uh, you know with something like that. It's really hard to do, and uh, uh, especially when it's such a, a difficult subject to kind of go over. And yeah. you got to be there to represent for that for sure. I just yeah. noticed one thing also in the in memoriam. Apparently, Luke Perry wasn't there for some reason. Yeah, which yeah, I don't no, know. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. maybe it's, maybe it's because he's he did a lot of television work and the Academy. Focus more on films. Maybe that's why. Yeah, he did more. He was. TV. He was. He was yeah. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah, just yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. The only yeah. other comment I had about the ceremony was that um, I felt like the Academy did a really great job about not pushing people off during their speeches and giving their time to what they needed to say. Um, and I feel like, especially uh, like Joaquin, like he got he got his time to shine for sure. And uh, whether you like the message or not. Uh, I feel like uh, it's kind of it's the academy recognizing that we shouldn't kind of push these people off just because we got to get the show going. Uh, take the hit where you can, you know, and figure it out, you know, uh, instead of kind of just making it work for the show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once again, uh, they they win it, so they have they have the opportunity to say whatever they want. So definitely, given that chance, you should let them speak because you never know when. Uh, they could say something important that could uh, be very influential and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Matthew, anything else you want to add? Uh, uh, nothing else I can think of. Oh. Uh... I mean, all right. So I mean, if if we if we, I feel like we cover a lot of stuff. We cover the songs. We cover Elton, Elton John's performance, awesome. Uh, we cover all the songs, the awards. Uh, talking about foreign films and the impact that it might bring to the academy going forward. We talk about the highlight of the show, Eminem and Cats. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like we cover most of them. So uh, well, we could uh, talk about the other performances. Uh, you know, like uh, besides Eminem's performance, you know, all the original songs got to perform. Yeah, I mean they they all they all did amazing. Uh, Christi, uh, Christina Erivo. Cynthia Erivo, Cynthia Erivo, Cynthia Erivo yeah. was was great. Randy Newman, he was good as well. Uh, I mean, everyone everyone performed, so yeah, that was that was great to see, as expected. Mm-hmm. And the uh, multiple international Elsa for yeah. Frozen two. So, yeah. Yes. I have I have no more comment. I think. I don't know. Do you guys have any snubs that you? Uh, the, we didn't really talk I mean, about that. Any? I mean. Once again, they, there is snubs, but I'm happy because most of the one that got snubbed won in the Spirit Awards the night before, which Aubrey Plaza did an amazing job hosting, by the way. Yeah. And if you have not seen, literally check out Adam Sandler's speech, uh, just for the sake of the speech, and the Seth yes. Meyers speech yes. for winning. They have, an, they have an amazing <laughs> speech. So go check that out. Uh, also, the farewell winning big, like Cole's favorite film of the year, and one of my top films as well. So and of course, uh, Olivia Wilde winning for Booksmart. So there was a big recognition fair uh, as well. So oh, overall, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm happy for this award season. Yeah. No, uh, most yeah. of my stuff are just from the nominations, but uh, from these wins, I, I didn't really. There wasn't anything I like. Didn't like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I every. I mean, yeah, like I said, everything was pretty stacked. Um, I I really couldn't tell you something like 
if anybody else in these categories won, you know, to be honest, I don't know if I'd be that upset because I feel like it was such a good nomination this year. Um, maybe Greta Gerwig uh, not getting nominated for directing uh, is a little bit of a snub for me personally. But um, but personally, I mean, everything is everything that got nominated this year was fairly fantastic, and uh, I hope the trend continues forward. You know. Absolutely. And once again, if I could just say one more thing for the Oscars, increase your amount of nominations, especially since there are more films that people can see nowadays. What, there's nothing wrong with giving more nominations. They're still going to have one winner. It's not like they're going to have multiple winners. As long as, at the end of the day, it's about recognition. It's about bringing like, awareness about this film. So I see no harm in like in having like a 10-slot nomination for Best Picture because they apparently have that, but they never did. Or just increasing the nomination for all the other categories as well. So yeah, that's yeah, that's my that's my last comment. I would say. All right then. So, so with that, uh, if you guys have any social media that you guys want to plug, uh, you can do that now. Cole, Matthew. Uh, you can follow me at Insta at uh, t Cole Sanders. Um, not too frequent a poster, but uh, uh, keep up with me. I usually like to uh, update, especially towards award season. Matthew? And uh, yeah, my Instagram is Matthew P. Chen. Uh, don't post too much, but yeah, that's, that's my Instagram. So. I thought you guys are going to plug your letterbox or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew has seen the most on letterbox, so yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> same username, so. Yeah, and you can find me as usual, J.A. Wiradharma. Wiradharma spelled like my last name right there. Um, that's on Twitter and Instagram and for Letterboxd, Jaw Movies. So yeah, uh, keep updated with my channel, guys. Subscribe and leave a like, leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the Oscars. Uh, keep the conversation going. And I'll probably also make this into uh, audio form as a bonus episode for the councilman. So if you're listening on audio... Uh, let me know what you guys think. Let me know on, on the comment section below if you like this kind of stuff, and I'll probably post more bonus content, stuff like that. So, yeah, thank you guys for watching and listening. And until next time.